Hello and welcome, folks, to another edition of RSF Radio. I'm your host, Joe Monday, and with me tonight, this is a very special edition. Uh, we got the table set, everything ready, uh, for a nice family Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, because today... Uh, well, yeah. How do you, like, how do you do stuffing? Because, like, I know some people who are very against inside turkey stuffing. I get my wife to make it, and then I eat it. Okay. Uh, for, it comes from out of the wife. That's actually kind of gross. He's in the. How long does it have to stay in there for? Well, I don't know if she stuffs herself with the stuffing. <laughs> that, that might be the <laughs> most crass joke we've made on this show. I just want to point it out. And I feel bad that I was the one that made it. Well, anyway, I'm folks, a good influence. <laughs> Yeah, uh, with me tonight on RSF Radio is that voice you were hearing is Pyrrhic and Quasimodox. How you both doing? Hi. <laughs> Hi. All right, Quasi. Well, uh, the table's all set. Today, by the way, is November 23rd, Thanksgiving Day for those who celebrate it. Uh, Are you sure it's the 23rd? Uh, well, I mean, today will be when people are listening to this podcast right now because we do it live it technically is not it's the day before because it both well, is and yeah. isn't yeah we're in the future and the present because that's how we do it when we do it live well anyway folks to get into things how we're going to do it today things will be a little bit different we typically talk about what's been going on in the sub uh i kind of want don't want to do that today i've been away on vacation uh there's that whole net neutrality thing that's taken over Reddit for like this week, so don't don't worry about that. Hold off till December. I don't know what you want to do with that. That's your own business. That's fine. Uh, this is the subs kind of in a way. We've got Capcom Pro Tour coming to a conclusion here, um, so we'll do a co- big coverage of that next week uh, in preparation for it the following weekend. But this one, CPT is over, man. I'm, I'm like we're about all back on. You can go, go take a vacation, take some time off if you didn't make it, uh, and get ready for that coming up in December. But for this week, uh, we're just going to talk about things. I, I talked to people and I was like, "Hey, uh, let's just come up with a couple topics. To what do you want to talk about? Uh, everyone, come with a topic. We'll bring it's a potluck turkey dinner. Uh, we're going to start around the horn uh, with names for coming up here first. Uh, Pyrrhic. So Pyrrhic. What do you want to talk about? What's up? What do you want to talk about around the dinner table? I pass it to you. Well, I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about, um, you know, Comcast coming into the, or Capcom coming into the FTC and just kind of like taking over with all the money that they're putting into the CPT. And like, if that has a good or a bad influence on the lasting, long lasting aspects of the FTC. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Did you say Comcast? Capcom. Yeah, and then I corrected myself to Capcom. Yeah, it's, listen, Quasi, the, the net neutrality thing is, it has infiltrated our brains. We cannot escape it. Uh, but no, I, I like the, I like the question, though. Pierre, thanks for the question from the kids' table. Uh, I <laughs> like that's, we, had, we sat him beside at the, at the kids, which is always kind of a better place to sit because you don't have that weird That was the most thing. screaming she did all night, too. Oh, boy. that's She's being very cute, so that's earlier, but... We weren't we weren't doing it live then. Uh, I like the question though, and I like the idea. So to really dig into what you're talking about is that 
CPT rules uh, really dictate a lot of how many tournaments are run uh, from it doesn't matter like on what location it is there's the certain regulations that you have to meet actually bring up the regulations here while while we get into it is that the basis of your question I think or I guess the basic of the top basis of the topic yeah like that's that's where um, all this comes to a head is like you know the tournament organizers have built up their own rules over the years as to what makes sense to them and now there's this outside entity coming in to, to say, uh, hey, you know, if we if we give you this bunch of money, will you, uh, you know, abide by these concessions? Hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, it's interesting to me to see maybe not this year because I don't think they've really overstepped their bounds. It's, so this is so this is kind of a weird thing, right? This is a weird thing to talk about because they've come in; it's their game, really. So they're they're coming in, promoting their game, but also saying, "Here's a couple of little rules." They haven't really overstepped their bounds. Uh, they've got you have to stream it on on their streams. It has to be a certain way. There's a certain level of production you're expected to have uh, if you run those events. Um, but they haven't done like damning things that would I don't know be exclusive to new tournaments coming into the tour. I don't think, not quite yet. I could be wrong on that. So yeah, else like have any opinion on there's that? nothing like um, you know reactively that we need to uh, you know take care of that they've done. It's just you know can this sort of thing hurt the FGC because the FGC has always been, you know, its own game and, and always been doing its own thing. You know, is it even, uh, is it strong enough to withstand a game doing great and having everything go well, or is it, is it strong enough to withstand the game doing poorly? Hmm. Well, With all that outside influence. But Capcom doesn't, I mean, it's not just Capcom's game. I mean, other tournaments also host, uh, you know, like, Go to Gears, uh, KOF. So it's not just Capcom, though. I think that's that's kind of an added benefit, though, to those games, because they've given they've given these uh, these events that are on the tour that are not just Capcom based and not just Street Fighter based or not even Marvel based, but it highlights those events to, I guess, another level, uh, which might get more exposure to other games that are not Capcom games, which is kind of a side benefit for the FGC as a whole. Like, it's good for Tekken, even though Tekken doesn't... Yeah, you know, Tekken's not part of the CPT. Smash. It's not... Yeah, Smash. It helps those games, too, in, in some sense. They're not being streamed on on the the official Capcom streams, but they are being part of the tournament. Yeah, they're a part of the tournament. They're a part of the experience. There's vendors there selling stuff for fans of Smash Brothers or fans of Tekken. There's there's people who have that certain investment into the FGC as a whole who are benefiting from the extra coverage of the Capcom Pro Tour. Yeah, and Capcom, 
I mean, Pro Tour brings a lot of money. I, I think pro players live on that. <laughs> That's something I haven't really looked into, never really thought about yet, is the... F Maybe I should talk to someone about this. Maybe give some some interviews about finances and financial decisions. But uh, is again, the money bringing in better uh, quality talent to more tournaments? Like, is it is it making the uh, the talent more broad? Well, I mean, take Punk. Punk is an example. I mean, he nobody knew him until like what last last year, uh, Red Bull. Right? I mean, he didn't start... He was mostly playing online. But then, not until... I think it was last year, Red Bull, was it? A lot of a lot of people knew him from online in the A4. On the A4 team. Uh, but that was like a year before he came... Or that was a couple of years before. Yeah, back in Street Fighter 4 days, even. How, how long has it been in Street Fighter 5? How long has this game been out? Has Nearly two been, years. Has it almost been two years? Man. Yeah. That's that's kind of hitting me in a weird way. Ugh. I know that, that's like, my reaction it. seems bad. I mean, it's bad been... Bad taste in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. That, ooh, man, I had a bite of turkey, and that was from, like, last year. Damn. <laughs> oh, boy. No, like, that seems... Mm, that just seems odd, because it doesn't feel... It, you gotta talk about good stuff. I know, and, and the the CPT is is definitely it has advanced over that year. I guess that's the other thing. Like last year, it didn't, at least to me, seem like it had the momentum that it has this year, and I think a lot of that is in part to. I think Capcom's come. They're like coming out of their shell. Uh, just recently even which is why the two years thing feels weird to me because when street fighter 5 came out we were all begging them to like please interact with the community more please be a part of it uh but it hasn't really even been until maybe two three months ago where it was about when they they did the update to uh the cfn website gosh when was that was that just a few months ago I think yeah was that in May or was that too early I talked about we talked about it when this podcast started so it was at least like 10 10-ish weeks ago but it's to me it feels like they're all in behind it now because I think the CFN right now I think that website is is good yeah, pretty good. At least in terms of the information that it gives you, I think like design-wise, it's kind of a mess. But now nah, the friend data is wrong, though, according to Hudson. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't trust like any of that bullshit. But like the information that does not like technical information, you definitely should go other places to get your if you want to learn how to play fighting games. And I think that's part of what Pierre was talking about. Uh, if you want to actually learn how to play fighting games, it's not really ever been in the games that teaches you how to play. It's really only been the people who, people who do the best and advance the most and go the farthest are people who are showing up at these local tournaments, showing up at these tournaments that aren't on the CPT. Uh, they're the people. That's who, a good point. 
Maybe that's the background or the or the backbone. You know, like th there's no possible way that there could ever be, you know, good or bad any sort of corporate takeover because that backbone still exists. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody's got to learn somewhere. I remember. Not, um, hmm. Go ahead, Quasi. So, sorry. Um, no, go ahead. Yeah, I remember. Uh, watching uh, uh, Alex Valle talk about that uh, fighting game community has a very strong uh, what do you call it, how do you call it grassroots mm -hmm. and uh, I, I remember he, he was talking about it and um, I think that's one of, because actually FGC is one of the oldest community, uh, I mean game community I think so it's very hard to for Capcom just overtake it. Yeah, my my fear was that like if you know something came up where they just didn't want to fund the CPT for a year or something like that, it would create like a vacuum that would be hard to fill. But you know, if you if you really think about people can make a name for themselves in one year easily. Start from nothing and come back. So they yeah, gotta many they gotta come that. from nothing somewhere. Yeah, I guess that's. Uh, I think that's the point. I think you're trying to make. I don't know if we've really stuck the landing on that one yet, but there's there's a level of involvement outside of the game as it exists on whatever console you played on on whatever online service you played on. Yeah, it's uh, integral to the game. Yeah, to actually be like the best player and compete with the best players, you can't, at least today, you can't spend your time alone. You have to search outside of the game. The net play isn't strong enough to... It will get you to a good point. You can you can become a very strong player from net play. Online warriors are definitely a thing, and you can come out and turn up at event and and perform well like possibly possibly win it but that that is that is often a stretch given the skill level of some of the top killers out there who have been playing in live tournaments for the, the all year in the cpt so i i think because of that i think that's the limiter is that the online experience is is not capable of bringing you to the next level of being competitive at a let's say global level evo will happen regardless of what happens to the cpt right yeah. like if if they pull out or they don't have any funding or promotion for let's say say next year they just go all monster hunter and they're like well we don't have any money for anything else uh put monster hunter at evo <laughs> put monster hunter at evo uh <laughs> the, that's pretty cool monster hunter is the best fighting game of evo so says i don't know capcom this year no but i mean you get my point though where it's it's gonna happen right so f to win evo let's say or be competitive at evo you can't just 
play the game online or learn from things that exist solely in the game. You, you, you so that's the other thing. Like you can't, it can't be a solo work, right? You have to search online for things to help you become better. There's just not enough information in the game to help you in any game to really help you get to that next level of competitiveness. Like if you want to find out all the option selects for your character or like matchup specific stuff, you might have to look online even like at the very least you would have to look online, maybe at our street fighter or something like that. Maybe go to a a website like that to check out what's going on and what the, you know, the current meta is for, for the game. Uh, that's. I'm sorry. I should say this is the this is the only uh, podcast filmed in front of a live studio audience. Um, it's the only one that ever exists. Sorry. About that. Okay, there it is. Um, it, calm I down. I can make there. my baby cry, but you don't want that. <laughs> calm down. We're having a nice family dinner. It's Thanksgiving. Don't ruin Thanksgiving. Don't ruin Thanksgiving with your lewdness. Politics. Mm, not on this podcast all right <laughs> but i guess to wrap it up in a way i i don't think unless anyone else has any like closing topics or ideas for this one but i don't think that the cpt uh, being a part in investing in the fgc i can see in situations where it could be a bad thing let's say they make certain regulations which then excludes communities from ever becoming a part of the cpt or at least getting to that level of um, being able to bring in top players because viewers follow top players uh, that's a lot of the reasons why people watch those events well-run events yeah. does it look good things like that uh, or biggie uh, exactly uh so it's just those events will happen and, and there's nothing in the rule set of the CBT which is all that exclusive like exclusive let's say or is that the correct term am I using that correctly it's not it's not creating that much of a barrier let's say to other smaller communities to or at least communities that are up and coming to reach that stage uh but I can see where it might cross the line. Like, I'm trying to look in the rules right now. If there's any, like, you know, seating is a thing. Uh, let's see. They've got, like, rules on player eligibility. Yeah, so um, far, like, there really hasn't been any rules that really, uh, you know, uh, screw up what we've come to love. No thuggery? I'm just yeah. Well, they they retracted that even. Oh, they did. Yeah, like right after it happened, it's just been a really good meme ever since. So so Thuggeries are loud now. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it yeah, that's actually going to be the crazy thing. Right? Just probably not for commentators, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not going to be fun at all. Uh, let's see. Well, like here, like here's a rule, for example, that is, like, could prevent someone from playing. Full-time Twitch employees uh, who are directly involved with the CPT may not participate in any to any tournament on the CPT. That makes sense if you're involved in the event in some way. 
but also would not allow you to compete, which yeah, it's, it's kind of sucky. Another rule, I think for example, that what happened to Gimmerby? Gimmerby, um, he's actually in charge of um, the tournament in Taiwan, but then he can't compete, and he wasn't eligible for. Those I think points. he has to disqualify himself or something like that. I, I, I forgot. Hmm. Or, or another rule, for example. Uh, I guess this isn't that big because there's a addendum. Not an addendum, but a note to this rule. But player eligibility of all of individuals must be 13 years or older. Uh, but uh, if you are a minor, then you can have a parent or legal guardian there to participate, uh, to re to both register and participate uh, in the CPT. So, like, I think back to, like, Noah, right? Remember that eight-year-old who showed up, like... Oh, yeah, that was he sick. Might be, he might be 13 now, now I think about it. How long ago was that? Is he 13 yet? That was 2013 or 14? Hmm. Yeah, he's. But the point is that like wouldn't be able to register himself or whatever. But I don't know. Eight year olds, man. Eight year olds, dude. Uh, and then there's like code of conduct, right? And this hasn't necessarily. Uh, has this come into play yet? Yeah. Well, the biggest like one of the biggest things that like was always a thing is uh, money matches and just betting on other people at the tournament. Hmm. And Valle specifically has cracked down on that just by himself. Hmm. Uh, but then it's also against the Capcom rules. And hey, that might be a good change to not have betting on the side because it's probably illegal. I mean... But nobody cares about 10 bucks. No, it's... I mean, that's... You can't call it well, like illegal, right? you have illegal, money matches right? like $5,000, though. Well, that, but there's that. Those are like special events. We're just talking about like I got ten bucks on this guy kind of stuff that happens on the side of where that's not like illegal. You could call that like illegal. That's just like putting money down in like a friendly bet, let's say a friendly wager. Sure. But according to CPT rules, like that's technically not allowed. So you can't have that. Or like. Uh, here's like the, here's the ten things the code of conduct of the CPT, and I feel like we've kind of taken this a different avenue, but I kind of want to cover this a little bit. But if you think about this, let's take these to the extreme. They they are not to the extreme level, but let's like take it to extreme levels of you know, enforcement. Let's say, but uh, yeah, like fortunately they haven't done that, and they could have. Right. Exactly. Like exactly. I think that's the heart of I think this topic. But uh, swearing, screaming, or threats. I mean, that's number one. Which I don't know if you've like been to an FGC event, but all three of those things happen in pools, like all the time. They happen. You can it, do it in one sentence. You, yeah, you could do all three of those things. <laughs> I, listen, I have done all three of those things in a single sentence. I because I am efficient when it comes to breaking the rules. But that's that's number <laughs> one. Harassment makes sense. Violence makes sense. 
collusion, obviously against the rules, uh, cheating of any sort of mean by cheating of any sort through any means, intentionally delaying or slowing gameplay, intentionally disconnecting network cables, intentionally interrupting network connectivity, uh, any other known or unknown manner of tampering with gameplay or any other type of conduct deemed inappropriate at Capcom's sole discretion. That's a tricky one. Which yeah, they, that one's they never they've never applied that as far as I know. Right. So a lot of those rules make sense, but if you think about number 1, like if like if someone's harassing someone at a CPT event, obviously, at any event, any FGC event, obviously out of here if there's violence cut that shit out you gotta go but swearing screaming or threats that is i mean threats in, in like i mean that in the in the most jovial of ways right <laughs> like yeah sure I... well it's like it's like the law for threats there's like actual law in the book and yeah it has to be specific and that's right. probably what they're going for there. I mean, that is probably true. But, like, I'm going to stand behind my guy who's lands cardboard, gets a win. I'll be like, yeah, fuck him up. And that's, like, that's one. I will yell that. So that's all three of those things. Does that disqualify me? Or that, like, that's, that's the, like, obviously not. That would be crazy if that happened at an event. That would be insane. But fact of the matter is that it's in the rules right could you have someone that's like being a stickler like he's he screamed at me a swear he screamed a swear at me and then and like what happens I don't know but it, like obviously it's not a problem and it's never gonna been it's never been a problem and the people who are running these events are, are are from the FGC. So obviously it's going to have that, like they're going to protect their event more than they're going to protect the CPT, I think. Or at least their event will come first because it's not just Capcom games, right? You'll honor Capcom's wishes in, in a lot of senses. You'll, you'll cater to how they want, you know, their, game displayed so to speak like uh, if Capcom says you need to change costume because this is going to Disney Channel th that's it's a thing that they can dictate right yeah and that's more like you know the Disney Channel dictating to Capcom rather than Capcom di dictating to the FGC right but that's where they're stepping in and saying you need to change it right and that's not crazy like it's, it's not insane no one's it's not ruining anyone's meal here. The meal's fine. Thanks to giving dinner is still on. We're still good. Uh, but I think overall it's, it is a net boon to the entirety of the FGC because it, I think just for the sole fact that it helps other games, it helps promote, it helps promote different events in different local scenes. And it helps promote like the FGC as a whole even outside of Capcom games uh, just by by proxy and I think that's ultimately a good thing you Clinton know what it thoughts? might do in addition to that what's that 
like it's even even while it's promoting these other games and, and naturally just bringing more people into the scene just by having people there and letting them watch other games it's going to make those it's going to make those other games and also Capcom themselves get better at talking to people that aren't hardcore FGC. Mm-hmm. That's true. Cuz those people are just going to be at the events now. Quasi any closing thoughts on on that topic? No, oh, I agree. Uh, so yeah, I think that's a good tactic to get people you know notice your games and get familiar with uh you know true fighter basically all right well i'll let you have the last word on that one and i'll let you have the first word on your topic what have you brought to the table quasi Pot- oh, I was, uh yeah i was thinking about um joe you I, i'm not you probably didn't see um the red bull last qualifier but you guys i don't know if you uh pirate did you see how uh cool kids and uh his wife joy they were cheering and stuff no but i remember when like uh li joe's dad was cheering at evo and and uh that was on tv and whatnot oh that's a different kind of cheering though oh okay so yeah it's very true yeah i i don't know you're probably seeing um some footage that uh cool kids wife cheering and uh there was a uh during the match with um between cool kids and 801 strider mm-hmm. uh i i mean you can't really hear what joey was screaming at but you, on the footage you can actually see joey was screaming at uh 801 uh, striders and well he took it well but I, i'm just curious like you know Trash talking—it's very common in sports, not just you know, not just you know, uh, street fighters. But at which point do you think it's maybe a little bit overboard, or maybe toxic? Ah, okay. I see where you're going with this topic, uh, because I think that what happened there—like I did watch those clips—and uh, I just think that's that's all good fun. Uh, it's great to have. Oh, you I, I have chance. to say, like, I, 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 like that. I, that ex- I feel like that, that example is that's that's a very lighthearted example. I feel because oh, everyone at that event was having a good time. Everyone was yeah, having a good time. Yeah, they're entertainers. Yeah, it's entertainment. But and this is kind of an oldie but a goodie in terms of FGC topics. Uh, but trash talking and toxicity. Remember a couple months back, it was the thuggery of the FGC. People were concerned about the thuggery. Uh, in a lot of cases, just... And the, back in the day, you'd have, like, <laughs> you, your groups of people would go to the events, and your guys would be just, you know, yelling and screaming behind your match that you're used to, but then your opponent might not be used to them yelling and screaming. Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, like, uh, also, another example, like, K-Bread and Wolfcrow. I mean, it's... It's a good, you know, a good way to to build up the story. Or like um, low tier guy with a uh, uh, Vaskin. So I mean, there's a lot of you know it, it hypes up the event. But at which point do you think it's you know it's it might not be good 
on the long term, you know what I mean? No, no, I think that might be self-correcting. Because the community is going to call those people out with, you know, just as much vitriol as they try to push down on push down on somebody else if they do it wrong. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think you bring up a good... And I was going to bring this... Uh, that example up of I forget the exact event uh, but K. Brad and Wolf Crone where uh, it it wasn't a CPT event right because there was a ton of people right sitting right behind them at the time E-Leak it was a E-Leak well, no 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 that was <laughs> get the security guard off stage that was just oh, that was <laughs> that was that was just a show that was just that goof right like that well nothing was ever going to happen but uh, it was an event before that, uh, or it might have been immediately following that, uh, where K. Brad and Wolf Crown were playing. A lot of people behind K. Brad uh, screaming, and then the res- and K. Brad won. But the response to that from Wolf Crown was along the lines of, "If if I don't have people at my back like that shoving me or or yelling at me during the game, then." you're free every day. And then I think he went on to beat him at E-League or something like that. that oh, that right, right. Case. Right? Right. I remember the uh, K-Bri was yelling at Warcom to his face, actually. Yeah, I think that was the order of events. And I think it was around E-League, or I could just be in a the sick fever dream right now. Which, by the way, folks, I am sounding a little bit nasally. I, didn't, I haven't brought this up yet. Uh, but I've I've brought to the to Thanksgiving, uh, a terrible head cold <laughs> wrought on by hours of uh, being in a plane. Uh, so that's what that's what I've brought to Thanksgiving dinner. You cough all over your, your grits. How you like that? How you like these biscuits? You know what else that whiskey? God, <laughs> I can't even imagine doing that right now. I've like I'm I'm fluid already as it is. I can't. I mean, you're not wrong. Like a good hot toddy would be like. I will do that occasionally, but the way that Put some I... Put whiskey in a neti pot, shove it through your nose. Mm, no, no one puts whiskey in a neti pot. That sounds... <laughs> that's it's disgusting. How The idea of a neti pot in general disgusts me. Like, I can't even think about the, the science behind that. Uh, which, speaking of neti pot, I don't know if you've ever seen like that one commercial for a neti pot, but like the lady's face who looks like a robot's face, like the plastic skin and just the way that she tilts her head is memorable, let's say. Uh, and then she I, says, come with me if you want to live. No, no. And it, the water comes like out her mouth and it's just like, oh boy. And I can't imagine doing that with whiskey. I don't want to die, Pyrrhic. That's, hor- that's horrifying. <laughs> well, it either burns or you get drunk. And either one of those might be better than the drip. All right. So let me Google right now. Can I get drunk from whiskey neti pot? Yes, turns out, yeah, you totally can. It's actually the fastest. It's very dangerous to get drunk by whiskey. Oh, shit. Look out. goes directly to the brain, head on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> dude, that, I'm, like, physically thinking about how that, and it is making me shudder on the inside, but I can't even think about doing that. Uh, but, no, just... Uh, 
it's trash talking the FCC. Man, it's it's all good until it gets until it gets to the point where the breaking point of like somewhat violence. And I feel like a lot of like most of all of the major events have taken care of that. There's enough security involved. There's you know, the community itself is large enough to really uh, nip that one in the bud. You will see little bits and we've saw little bits and pieces of it earlier this year, but I I just don't see it being another huge problem. I do see that being somewhat of a problem for uh, people who aren't used to that type of treatment at events. Let's say, because let's say. Uh, I just picked up Street Fighter Five. I've just learned my first combos, and I also happen to live in a city where there's a big CPT event. And does the game tell you when CPT events are happening? Do they have a schedule in game? Yeah, they, they do. They, they do pop it out uh, before you. I mean, when you load the game, actually. Okay, let's say it loads up and says, "Oh my gosh, right down the street, there's a CPT event for me." I'll I'll take my my day two bison and go. They say it's for free. I can go for free. Uh, maybe entry is like twenty or so bucks, whatever. But let's take that person. Uh, and uh, no, that's actually a bad example. That's actually a bad example because people in the FTC are not rude to new players. I've never seen that happen. I've never seen a skilled player dunk on a newer or unskilled player and then flex so hard as to like as to shove them away. I I have never personally seen that. If you've personally seen that, maybe write in about that and and share that story, but I have I've never been witness to that. In person, no. But cuz like, I mean, think I'm about lying. like I I think about uh Shit, what was his name? Uh, it was 801 Strider and... Farts. Who is that kid that he beat on stream? God, it's going to kill me. Because he was like... He, he, he'd like flexed on him, but it was like in a fun, silly way. And they had like a fun Twitter war after that. Uh, and 801 Strider is a great guy, by the way. Just full disclosure on this story but he he put on a little bit of a show after beating this kid uh and like that's like the extreme case but the kid was like playing into it and it was like it was good it was good fun it made for good tv but but it wasn't serious he wasn't seriously flexing on the kid and he wasn't trying to make him feel bad right was it during evo pool or yes. something yes yes evo uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, but I, yeah, he's a young kid. I don't see that. But what I do see is someone who's proven themselves, like proven to themselves, that they're an online warrior. They've never gone outside of online, showing up at an event, thinking that they should body people, and then just complaining out the ass whenever they get beat by someone. And then in winner side, and then in loser side, let's say uh, friends come in and say like, "Hey, just screw this guy up because he's obviously, you know." throwing shade on people who already beat him so he's he's chump that might happen i feel but uh, even that's that doesn't really get out of hand does it 
I don't think that happens often. Beard. Skullzer, by the way. 801 Strider and Skullzer. Skullzer with a Z. Even did like a fun grudge match in, in Street Fighter V the year after. It's it good fun. Uh, but I don't know. It's It hasn't... You haven't really seen that rear its head lately. I don't think that's been a problem. Do you consider online the online community part of the FGC? I mean, uh, no, 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 no. I mean, this no, no, no. What I meant was like, okay, so you would see people with Smurf account and you know kicking noobs' ass online and teabag them and stuff. Do you think that that's rude, right? Would you think? Hmm. <clears throat> see, I suppose that. That the yeah now you bring that up because hmm. I've seen people complain a lot about that in the Discord uh, and in online forums of new players coming in getting beat by Smurf accounts and then experienced players saying hey don't worry about it like points it especially it don't matter but they're still like real hurt about it and they're not ready to hear that it doesn't matter. Because they, to them, it does matter. To, they, to them, it was the most important day of their life. But to, <laughs> to the other person, it was Tuesday. Uh, yeah, it's tough because I mean everybody's going to be insulted by something, and you, you don't really know what that's going to be. Like, you know, teabagging is in every game. Throwing fireballs is part of Street Fighter. So there's always uh, doing taunts is part of Street Fighter. Yeah, the taunt is in the game. All these stuff are in the game, so anything online that could happen to you is just, you know, in your own head. And I feel like un I feel like this is unfortunate, but unfortunately, there's not a really good way to communicate in game in Street Fighter Five. Yeah, that's pretty raw. Point. That's we had that in four and those were the best of times. They made the best Reddit posts. They did. You have to try really hard to to get, you know, stuff like that because you have to find the person on. And you can only, you can basically only do this through Steam. I don't know if there's a way to do it through PS4. Can oh, you, I had someone that actually add me on on Steam and just trying to hate on me. Yeah, or invite. My favorite is the invite you to a group, but the group is like take your scrubby Ryu or like oh really <laughs> that, that's yeah, the actual I, name of the group yeah the name of the group is like is lewd in a lot of in a lot of way it breaks rule one of the CPT <laughs> harassment it's it, it breaks all that in one sentence uh, sentence more like word soup of of slurs I've seen that and that's great that's 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 choice when you make someone feel that way uh, but I think you're right though in some instances whenever more experienced players will beat up on a newer player or someone who doesn't know what they're doing uh, and then send them a message afterwards or like be that way about it as we've actually seen people like that ask on the sub like why would someone taunt if they're like obviously better than me 
and when they beat me, like, why would they do that? And it's just shit, man. It's video games. Like, <laughs> it ain't it ain't right, and it doesn't help you get better as a player. It doesn't encourage you to get better as a player to have someone flex on you like that. But I don't know. That's tough because that's just gonna happen. I think yeah. it's just it's just very simple how real world compared to the internet. It you know people tend to be more respectful in real life. A lot of things that you would say to another person on the internet, you probably wouldn't do it on, I mean, face to face. So it's it's the same in in games. Oh yeah, like, yeah, absolutely not. Like that's and, and to that point, like so that part of it is not FGC. That's like online FGC, which now we're including like Kappa and Salty, which is right. is a different is a different set. There are different there are different rules there that if you are again if you're just coming to this is your first ever fighting game and you experience that kind of stuff it is alarming. I don't know if there's a good way to like. Let's put it this way. I haven't found a good answer to players who experience that uh, and still want to play the game, but don't quite have the mindset yet of brushing it off and then wanting to learn from, maybe learn from that match in some ways, just thinking, I got beat up so hard, I don't know how to to win. I'm like, well, there's there's things we can do here. Did they jump in on you at all? Yeah, they just jumped in. I couldn't anti-air at all. It's like, well, there's your answer. Work on your anti-airs. You you could take that route, uh, and a lot of newer players might not have that mentality yet. And the game won't tell you about that mentality either. That's the other thing. The game won't teach you that you made a mistake, other than taking away your points. Uh, it's, it's brutalistic in that way. Dude, if there was an AI built in there to like tell you what you did wrong in your previous game, here's. Oh, here's that would be groundbreaking. We, here, no, the thing is, here's all they would need to do is just take the instances, because they, they recorded the match, right? They have all the inputs, right? Sure. Show you the times that you got hit. If you were counter-hit, it would just say, you pressed a button here, and your opponent you know, had the advantage... Like a frame trap probably would not be difficult to math out. I mean, it might be, but even if they're just showing you areas where you got hit, like you ate a jump in, right? It could just pop up because that's obvious of you were hit with a jump in. You might get some weird instances of like instant overhead where it's like anti-air this and you're like, he jumped immediately, hit me with an overhead. I can't anti-air that, but like that might happen I see as like a a case where it would show up but if you eat a jump in the game should at least be able to tell you or at least show you you had a jump in here maybe think about or it or if they crowdsource it through the replay channel yeah let or people even, tag times timestamps yeah it's possible uh, it doesn't say, I mean I don't know if it's possible I don't make games I don't know how hard that would be it might be extremely difficult but they have the information there. So the other situation, I think, that they could do, uh, and I would love to see this in a game, 
but because they record those inputs, even take a knockdown situation uh, where you're mixed up in some way, just replay or have a set of, you know, just take a set from timestamp A to timestamp B and just set that to recording slot one and just play it out the way that your opponent played it. So let's say they hit you with a sweep. You let them sweep you in that situation and just play back the next two seconds or so and say, oh, I just shouldn't quick rise in that situation because I would eat a mix up there. Or, oh, I shouldn't have back rised there because by back rising, he actually got an overhead off of that situation where if I just quick rised, then he would have whiffed and I could punish that. It, things like that, right? Or, oh, that was a cross-up. I need to block it. Or, uh, let me do my reversal here. Oh, reversal doesn't work here? Maybe I should do a cross-cut DP. What's a cross-cut DP? That, there's no information in the game that tells me what one is. Maybe I'll ask someone. Uh, but that doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility. That you could take point A to point B of of your recorded match have that play out and adjust like, yeah I think if they can actually do that it would be great so you can practice the same scenario and try to figure out what you did wrong and what will work that's that would be awesome right how did we get onto this topic I, I forget how we jumped we started on with uh, taunts and trash talk yeah oh, how right, did we get right. New players not after you get taunted. New players taking taunts uh, poorly, let's say, or that seriously. part of the online, or that part, of, yeah, or seri taking them seriously, uh, or that part of the FGC being uh, unwelcoming, and that's where you'll see unwelcoming stuff. And at events, you just don't see that. You just don't see that. At least not in my experience. Uh, but again, if that has been your experience, I encourage you to maybe share that story. I would like to hear it because I'm curious if that if that is a thing. Uh, but I think all right. So last last thought last thoughts on on that topic, Pierre. Well. I think that that's uh, it's always going to be a part of it, and it makes the makes the world better place to be able to speak your mind. Fair enough, Quasi. What do you think? And if you're speaking your mind with a tea bag, then you know more power to you. What he said? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think for the last topic, I want to bring up because I just want to get ready for it. Uh, we got a couple weeks to before we get there, but Capcom Pro Tour is coming to an end. What are your thoughts? Who's going to take it this year? Is Punk going to overcome his demon Tokido and take him out where the where it really matters, where the money matters? Eh, I kind of. I think someone's going to come out of left field. Oh yeah. Do you think maybe like Problem X will show up and, and stomp some people? 
Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be any of the any of the top guys right now. Anybody, anybody high in the point standings? Ooh, really? What makes you think that? It's because you like chaos. That might be it. <laughs> I, I mean, I prefer <laughs> chaos as well. I'm I'm on board with that, uh, but. Mm. I mean, you can't deny how consistently a lot of these players have played over the course of the year. I think, and I would even say, like, Problem X is coming into the... Like, Strider's a long shot, you know? Big Bird's a long shot. Problem X is in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's placed... uh, Oh, right, he won a lot of tournaments in Europe. Right, right, right. But But I I think think it's one of these guys that, you know, isn't too consistent but still able to perform at the top i think it's i think it's going to go to one of those guys mm. okay huh that's Qua- a good call actually quasi what do you think i i don't know i just go with a standard answer either tokido or punk i guess but i i kind of want to see some you know yeah, problem X. I he really impressed. I was really impressed by his bison. The reason why mm. I bring up problem X is I like him, uh, and I think he has a lot of momentum going into uh, the Capcom Cup. But I I don't know if I don't know if his bison has what it takes. I feel like there's because people and here here's here's like you think my it's mental the character he, or the player it's in my mind it's the character because track with me on this a uh, couple weeks back uh, there was the the most used characters by rank and bison was like consistently near the top in the masters and uh, ultra diamond platinum ranks i mean he's he's up there so online even at a high level, you're probably running into, just percentage-wise, more Bisons. You have a lot of experience with that. That doesn't necessarily get you ready to play against Problem X, because he's the best Bison in the world. That's that's get you ready for that, per se. You have to play against that character, or that person. But you have, in, at least in my mind now, you have a familiarity with that character already to where there's not going to be a ton of surprises or there's a certain level of expectation about how the neutral is going to go wake up situations uh, I don't think Bison's a character who has like huge surprise potential right I don't think there's there's not some weird he doesn't have his V-Trigger is a pretty good comeback mechanic, actually. Bison's V-Trigger is pretty yeah. good. But it's not it's not like Laura V-Trigger. It's not Balrog V-Trigger, where you see something go, I just, I don't know about that one. Or an Ibuki V-Trigger, right? <laughs> where it's, oh, that was, the bomb exploded, and I actually didn't see what happened there. It's not that kind of situation. But, and because of that... I'd like, let's put it this way, I'd like to see him go far, but I don't expect the caliber of players that are showing up uh, to 
I ex- let's say I expect them to have the matchup knowledge at least and the experience uh, that I I can see him top eight. I can see him being top eight. He'll be away from home. He'll be traveling at the time, and that's the Europe to Anaheim is that's a long trip. That's All right. So who's your trip. big call then? Uh, I'm just gonna say this one because uh, we haven't seen him play. I guess at the the tippy top of his game. But my dark horse in this one is actually Fudo. I love Fudo Armika. with Armika. With Arm, with specifically with Armika, I think he's gonna go Armika all the way. Uh, and I would love to see. I would just love to see Fudo take that that big W. He's been he's gotten so many second places. He's got one of the best smiles in the biz. If you can make him smile, that's that's a that's a good uh, thing to wish for. Yeah, uh, and also because he's my he's wife's your fa- he's, your wife's favorite. He's my wife's character. favorite character. How you feel about Fudo? Let's I go, knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> right. uh, listen, this is folks. This is the only podcast filmed in front of a live studio audience. Hey. That's a fact. It's the only one. It's the only one. I've also uh, muted the audience so you can't hear them. But Brick is—he's <laughs> yipping very loudly uh, at at the at the prospect of Fudo winning the Capcom Cup. Uh, and I think when Mika wins, it's it's fun to watch. Uh, I would like to see that happen uh, because I like the way he plays. I think he's a super smart player, uh, and I think he's doing really well with a character that got hit with kind of a nerve stick, but still capable of doing some really nutso mix-ups, uh, which I like and it's exciting. Uh, and I just, I don't know. I had a gut feeling that it's, it's Fudo's time this year. He's been Mr. Second Place for too long it's been number two on the books but number one in my heart and i want to see it happen i know he's ranked pretty high Actually, right now, but i want to see it happen Udo has been number one in street fighter 4 but Correct. i think tokido just like tokido always number two yeah that's true he was number two for a while but i mean that's, yeah, historically year, I, that's kind of not true if you look back at like big majors in the past but Recently, let's say in in Street Fighter Five, uh, I just like the way Fudo plays, and I just want to see it happen. I want it to be real. <laughs> I want to see him hoist that trophy. Uh, yeah, but then there's also the I don't know. Part of me wants America to take it, right? But like there, you got to have that American heart of of seeing the underdog come from like the quote-unquote underdog come from punk is not the underdog really i i think that i think that he has he's in the mind space right now where he can he could definitely well, I mean, last win. year was only knuckle do was our only chance right this right. year we got two chances there's yeah there's a lot more on the board this time that's not just two is it there's more than two it depends if you're looking it depends on how you're looking at it all right uh but yeah the chances of winning uh but i don't know a part of you has to say you have to have that certain american pride at least i feel that way because you want to see an american take a big tournament like that uh with big international competition the best international competition uh i but fudo though 
that w- that will make me smile on the inside. That f- that's like the big dessert. I got my if I could just have my my pecan pie, Kill Bill Cool Whip with whipped cream top. or Cool Whip. Cool Whip, obviously, that's been sitting in the fr- in the in the, <laughs> in the freezer. Got to cool that stuff. You got to make it extra cold. Oh, Cool Whip for. So when you spoon out your Cool Whip, do you spoon it out like solid or do you put it in the microwave a little bit? It's like ice cream. (laughs) I like my Cool Whip that's what's basically ice cream, but Cool Whip. Wait, who who microwaved Cool Whip? Well, I've seen it done before. That's... Uh, you run a risky game there if you're gonna have your your rock solid i mean you don't want to keep it in the you gotta time it out right man uh you keep it in the freezer then like once you start the dinner you take it out and by then it's been sitting in room temperature it's gonna be all it's gonna be like that wendy's frosty kind of it'll be a little bit more solid than that a little bit but it'll be good trust me it'll be good Learning everything, new things every day. What? So, Fudo is your pumpkin, or is your pecan pie, and who's your pumpkin pie? Like, who's your second uh, choice? Is going to be USA? Uh, pie, yeah, punks. Punks, my pumpkin pie. Yeah, like because it's going to be there. He's going to be doing good, but from my, my heart of hearts, I really want that pecan pie. Sick of pumpkin winning everything. Sick of this pumpkin. Next year it'll be pecan spice lattes. Actually, hell yeah. Where's like my yeah, man? Pecan pie though. (laughs) Am I the am I the only one in the room right now that's like not that puts that ranks pecan pie over over pumpkin pie? Well, you know what? If you're talking standard pumpkin pie, sure. But I got a secret. My wife makes a pumpkin pie cheesecake. How is that different from just pumpkin pie? Because it's a cheesecake and then some just pumpkin pie on top. Cheesy pumpkin. And it's basically just cheesecake at that point. That sounds like some wizardry. Baking is basically wizardry to me. Uh, <laughs> it, I, I don't quite understand it. And what I'm your your wife is a witch. She's a witch. Does she float? But actually, with She's pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie tastes mostly just a cinnamon. I I really I have no idea what pumpkin actually tastes like. Yeah, it's know. actually like a that that's actually the funny thing is that it's it's the pumpkin spice that you're tasting. It's that like allspice and yeah, the mixture yeah, of yeah. spices that you're actually tasting in the pumpkin flavored things and not actually the flavor of pumpkin. Uh, right. Have you grilled up uh, pumpkin seeds, Quasi? Yeah, you've done that. No. That's you just better. put them on a baking tray and then throw them in the oven? Mm-hmm. I never tried that. Oh, never? And then you throw a little salt on that? Oh, so good. You're so good. So is it supposed to be salty? Oh, you can make them it's salty. Some kind of spice, yeah. Oh, okay, I'll I'll try that sometime. I mean, what kind of seasoning? How do you season your nuts? <laughs> Salt. <laughs> how do you prefer your your nuts seasoned? With garlic. I, I get down with garlic nuts. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that'll just about wrap it up. We've had our desserts. Uh, we've finished our dinner. 
Uh, go watch. Some, I'm way too full. Some America, American football. Whipped cream. No, nuts. screw it. It's football. Just football. We're gonna watch the football. Screw people who do say no. It's football here. If soccer was on after Thanksgiving dinner, then I'd watch that. It's it's soccer. The English invented that word too, so don't let them throw that back in your face. By the way, that's <clears throat> that's a whole other conversation. So when we we watch the football, I don't really like football, but I'll watch it. I'll watch it on Thanksgiving. <laughs> After the parade, it's all good stuff. But that does it, though. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, we're going to head out for the night. Uh, by the way, folks, uh, go down the list. Pirk, thank you for joining us. Where can people find you? Right on. Um, they can't find me anywhere. Word. I respect that. Ghost. Ghost after this. Just like my dad after Thanksgiving. You can hit me up anywhere and I won't respond. He's gone. He was a... <laughs> I, I, I like redact that. My, my father's actually a great man, by the way. For the record, on the, I want it to be known that that was a joke. That's what we call a joke in the industry. Uh, and that my father uh, is a great man. Uh, Quasi, where can people find you? Um, on the sub, Quasimodo X. On Twitter, Quasimodo X. I've been liking your Twitter game so far. People should follow you on Twitter for your for your hot memes. Thank you very much, sir. When you sling when you sling a meme, it's very it's it's spicy meme. That is a garlic salted meme that you've thrown. I try my best. It's a pumpkin. My pumpkin spice memes are unmatched. <laughs> Hey. All right. And I'm Joe Monday. You can find me uh, at Super Joe Monday on Twitter or Joe underscore Monday on uh, the sub. That's our Street Fighter. That will do it for a very Thanksgiving episode of RSF Radio. <laughs> Take care, folks. Uh, we'll be back next week with a pretty much a much bigger breakdown of the CPT, uh, maybe as a whole. Um, we'll get maybe some d- different panel people. Anyway, that does it, folks. Take care. Till next time. Bye. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.